You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to the 100th episode of Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey yeah. Finley. Oh, and... I'm Lacey Finley. Let's do it. Let's start over, because I've gotten <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it's way fine. out of control. But hey, guess what? And that doesn't make... But hey, uh, guess what? What's up? <laughs> I've got a, I got a surprise for you. You do? What? I'm like yeah. out of control, guys. I'm out of control. What's up? With us, as always, is Todd Stark. It's what? me. I'm Mario. Just hey. like the herpes, I'm back. Yeah. Oh, this was a surprise What's to up? me, guys. I had no idea this was happening. What's up, Todd? What's going on? You know, just uh, thought I'd drop in a little bit. Yeah, because it's up. 100 episodes. Yeah, 100. Oh, my God. It's good and to we see do. you. Good to see you. We couldn't do 100 episodes without Todd. I mean, yeah. Todd was one of the originators of the show. Right. Yes. He had to be here. Yeah. This is a big. This is a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal. It yeah. is a big deal. A hundred of anything's a big deal. Yeah. It is really cool. So, I was glad to get him back. I was hoping we could we could, you know, get a little of his time so he could join us. Yeah. Oh yeah. For this. Good. So, Yay. And time is precious these days. So. Yeah. I'm for sure. You. Huh. We don't get a lot so, of it. How you been, Todd? Yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't know how I've been yet. I haven't had time to think about it. Okay. But, like, I don't know, like, this whole new adventure thing she, my wife has got going on has got me busy. And then, you know, everything with my dad has been kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I, I barely have time to even turn my PlayStation on. So, that's how bad it is. Oh, I mean, wow. it's bad and good, you know, mm-hmm. at the same time. Both all the gamers, so, I mean, we all went, how, how my kids? What? I said, how was your dad? Oh, you know, <laughs> it's it's uh, some days, uh, it's like my kid. Sometimes I go over and I feel like, hey, he's making a, a, a good stride. And then sometimes I feel like, oh, he, he's he's not. Hmm. It, but it's, that whole Parkinson's does that. It's, it's crazy. Right. You know? It's like today, I got to go get, uh, I got to take his truck to he he's he don't need to drive, but I got to take his drug uh, his truck and get it tested for him, you know. Right. Because he's worried me all week. Okay. It's it's just one of those things, you know. Right. Like it the Parkinson's affects his. Uh, he don't have the shaking kind, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you that he don't have the shaking kind of Parkinson's. He has the kind that affects his moods, uh, his uh, speech, his uh, I don't know, his facial features are kind of. Like a mask, mm-hmm. but he worries about stuff that he used to not worry about, like uh, schedules. Right. It's I don't know. I've never. It's it was like one day he was it, it, a, a switch flipped, boom. 
I'm going to be late for this. Dad, you've been late for everything your entire life. I was right there with you. One thing we were ever on time to was like a football game. We were late. We were 45 minutes late to church. We were 45 minutes to the football game, you know, early. Mm-hmm. But now he worries about that. Okay. And I couldn't go all week to get this thing done. So he was like, are you coming today? Are you coming today? Sometimes I, I went and rode with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is an experience. You don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just like, he like, like, I got this. I'll I said, take okay, this. dad. I'll drive. I said, uh, okay, dad. Uh, he was like, I need to learn how to, I need to drive again. It's been six months since I've drove. I'm like, okay, well, we'll just stay in the cul-de-sac, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. So I get in the truck with him and we take off. And next thing I know, we take a right and a left and a right and we're on West Main. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, dad. <laughs> Get off the main road, please. And we go back to the house. We only almost hit one car. Just one. Oh, almost. Oh, just well. one. Just That's one. That's a normal day. Uh, yeah. Just normal. It would have been our fault. Yeah. I don't want to do that again. Okay. Never. <laughs> That's fair. But otherwise, you're good. Otherwise, I'm good. good. Otherwise, I'm good. A lot of, lot of sign building. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I know you said you haven't been... Doing a lot of gaming. What have you been playing when you do? I have time? played the last thing I played was Control. I was in between Control oh, and the final it. season of The Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, we haven't got around to playing that. Yeah. Yet. So it's, how is that? Is it? I finished the first episode before Control came out, and then I wanted to jump into Control and finish that. But the first episode was, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I Man, I liked it. I the whole opening was just excellent. So. You know, they always seem to do a good job with the opening of every episode, it seems like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, that was really cool, and I'm going to go back and finish that, but Control was really good, and then really bad, and then <laughs> I just kind of don't understand, I don't know what the hell I'm playing. Everything is told in the story through, like, picking up, uh, I guess, files. Mm-hmm. So, all the backstory, you have to read all these damn files, and there's like, 787 of them I think I don't really know how many there are that just feels how many like how many I've picked up I think there's even something about Alan Wake in there somewhere yeah, interesting. which is kind of cool mm-hmm. which makes me think maybe they'll do part two well I think there's been that rumor hasn't there yeah for which one so, this kind of confirms it to me for Alan Wake oh yeah they've been talking about rebooting of, that or, but didn't, never didn't anything the, uh, solid the, we were surprised the we got the first got game. Bought up so. by somebody, right? No, they actually bought the rights back to Alan Wake, and the rumor was uh, Sony was talking about buying them. Ah, okay, okay. But they ended up buying Insomniac, which I guess there was. I guess the whole thing was really Sony's buying some studio, you know. So. Mm, okay. But uh, that game is the 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 fighting is fun on it, and the controls. You know, you get all these uh, powers pretty pretty early on. That's pretty good, but then it just you start going back and forth and retracing your steps, and I don't know what the hell I'm. It's just I quit reading the files, <laughs> you know, and I don't know what I'm doing. It's just like there's a mission: go meet your brother. Why do I got to meet my brother? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. She keeps talking to herself. She's crazy. More so than the guy in like Days Gone. She yeah yeah she actually has a conversation with herself, oh, like okay. what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And then she answers herself. You don't even hear it, but you, oh okay, that's why you're doing it. 
Okay. Well, see, the, yeah, the guy, Deacon in Days Gone, he essentially vocalizes his internal monologue. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. If something happened, it's just like, oh, yeah? You think that's all right? Huh? And he gets all angry. About it. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm down. Calm down. <laughs> but, you know, it's almost like understandable. You know, he's been out by himself a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. So I think I would do the same thing just to hear another voice. You would talk to yourself. This lady is talking to everybody in this place, and then she just steps back in the middle of a conversation and answer, and talks to herself in her head, I guess. I th- she's got some kind of entity with her, you know? Oh, okay. Well, then she could be talking to that. And she is, but it seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, stop. Stop right. it. Tell me the story. I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I'll finish it, but it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I got to go back and read the files, I guess. I did, I did read the one about Alan Wake, though. It was like, uh, how did it say? Uh, Alan Wake... Um, disappeared and they're still looking for him mm-hmm. so it's I, don't know, I guess all this is in the same universe you know right so it kind of makes sense interesting maybe that because if you think about it i don't know if you've ever played alan wake have either I one have. of y'all played i it? have yeah you have okay so you know how there's some parts where there's like a tornado looking thing mm-hmm. okay so that's what the the entity or the hiss is what they call it in control oh. That's what it looks like when you get to these certain objects you've got to get to get the power. There's like a tornado around it. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if it's not all the same thing. So Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That does make it cool. Yeah. Lace, yeah. what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, I started John Wick Hacks yesterday, finally. Oh, nice. I've um, been sitting on it for a couple of days. Um, it, it, it's a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. It's uh, it, Kind of simpler than I was expecting, but also more strategy than I thought, too. So it's more of like a turn-based kind of strategy, cell-shaded mm-hmm. story. It's uh, it's very interesting the way that they did it. So you've got to keep track of like how you're moving and how long it takes. And they give you timelines for like yourself and the enemies to see whether you'll be able to accomplish said thing before they do whatever they're going to do back to you. So there's like, it's a lot of thinking going on. And when you get like four or five enemies on the screen, it takes a lot of like, hmm, should I crouch? Should I roll? Will I have time to shoot? You know? So it's, it's very interesting that the, the way that they have you approach it, but I'm not too, too terribly far into it. I think I've only played it a couple of hours, um, but mm. it's really cool. I recommend it. I mean, it's not like this huge, action-packed like run shooter kind of thing that you would expect out of like just hearing the name John Wick um but I think the right. way that they did it was really interesting and cool and a, and a little bit unique to that genre so I, I'm digging it I'm digging it but I haven't gotten too far so the tutorial is a good chunk because like there mm. there's enough to have to tell you about that it deserved its own world and and I'm glad that they did um and I think I've just now really gotten into like one chapter of uh, of the the story itself. So probably have more to report on it next week. But uh, that and this war of mine again. I, I've got like one more couple to get through before <laughs> I'm done with all of mm-hmm. that. So, but yeah, John Wick Hex. It's really cool. It's really cool. I dig it. it. That's currently on uh, just the Epic Store. Exclusive, I think right? so for PC for sure. <clears throat> I didn't look okay. if it came out for consoles. Probably should have. I feel like I, I may have said it on the. See, I forget last week's show. I'm, I'm pretty sure I told, I said what platforms it was on, and I've forgotten I can't already. Remember yeah. which ones it comes out on either. I so. like when it comes out on PC. I just quit like looking because I know I that's feel like where it's I'm only on it. PC. I think it. That's what I thought too. Yeah, 
October 8th, Microsoft, <laughs> Windows, and Mac OS with po- plans for a port okay, to console so. later on. So right now, yes. All right. So is it like a... Is it like, what was that, super hot? Is it kind of like that? I mean, kind of, but it's not in that first-person view. So it's like, it's almost like a top-down kind of side thing. Uh, I mean, kind of like, I guess, how Diablo looks, how you're looking down on it. What do they call it? Isometric? Is that what they call it? Is that what they call it? Yeah, and it's the same thing. It was like once you've moved so far, everything's kind of blacked out around, but like a certain area that your character is in. So then as you move, you kind of open it up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and you move okay. on a grid, kind of. So there's like these okay. little dots right. that are on the ground, and then you can decide, do I want to move one space, three spaces, five spaces? It'll tell you how long it'll take. Um, and it's all mm-hmm. just based on that strategy of what can I get accomplished in that one half second, or I probably could roll and as the guy shoots, and then he'll miss, and then it'll pause. And then you have to decide... Should I keep moving forward? Maybe now I can take my shot. So it's very, it's it's cool the way they I'll did it though. Game. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. cool the way they did it. So I recommend it. And then it seems like it's voiced by a lot of the the actors that were in the game, with the exception of like whoever Keanu is. Like I know that's not him, which is surprising. He does games now, right? Like that's that's his thing. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Except for his character. A little voice work wouldn't have hurt him. Right, right. Speaking, but, uh, speaking of Keanu, I, I watched Replicas the other night going to sleep. Have you seen that? I haven't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. It's different. different. I keep waiting for him to shoot somebody, but I don't think he did. <laughs> this is like, just not thing this now, movie. man. Yeah, not in this movie. Yeah. Interesting. What about you? Well, um, still playing Days Gone, obviously. I'm, I feel like I'm nearing the end uh, because the everything that I did last night, uh, I felt like I was sweeping up a lot of side missions and everything yeah. like that, a lot of bounties and stuff like that. But I, I do notice, like, if you look at the, the I guess, uh, the indicators of what you need to do in certain areas, right. there was at least maybe one more uh, camp mission that I needed to and do. A lot of those happen after the story, okay. too. And see, that's, that's what I was kind of wondering, because... Right now, it seems like I don't want to say anything. Story. We're trying to get out of a camp. I'll say that. Okay. Like, everything's kind of come to a head, and we're looking to escape this camp because we feel trapped, and we're just like, we got to get out. So, I feel like the moment I start that mission, because I was going to do it last night, and I was like, yeah, but sometimes these missions go on for so long, so uh-huh. there's no telling how long this one's going to go on, so I'll, I'll save that one. Sometimes they're extremely short. You're like, well, yeah. I, I wish I'd have known that. You know? That's that's what bugs me about the game sometimes, is because sometimes all the mission is is just going to talk to somebody, and they'll, you'll have a conversation, that's it, and you get experience. It's hey, like, all sometimes right, cool. in and this then, day and age, man, that's a task. Yeah, I mean, that's a tall ask to go you. face to face with somebody. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. this could have been I think a text. One of the, <laughs> the one thing that I guess bugs me about the game sometimes, and I wish, and this is not just this game, but games in general that do this, are those walking missions. Yeah. I don't want to walk and listen to you talk. I, I want to hear the story, but when we're walking, trying to get somewhere, it's like just. Come on, move. And since we've never mastered, like, the character I'm playing walking at the same pace as an NPC, like, out of all Mm. of the things over the years. Exactly. (laughs) We've never figured out. Yeah, that that whole walking mission thing. It's not, again, this game is not the only one that does this. It's just Red Dead does it. 
So, oh my God, you know, come on. And when they they have their conversations on the bikes or even in Red Dead when they do it on the horses, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that because right. we're traveling somewhere. But when we're just walking at a snail's pace, it's like please, please just go. Like move. this could just be because a you're so used to. Yeah, that was my little gripes with that game. Yeah, you know, like the there's some scenes where you just you come out of a cutscene. And you drive your bike and listen to a conversation, and then it goes right back into a cutscene. And I'm like, why wasn't this just all a cutscene? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I understand you want us to be immersed, but like you took me out of it. Yeah, just mm-hmm. keep it going. Yeah. I mean, there was no reason for me to go check the door and then go back into a cutscene. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I, I I don't know how much longer I've gotten that. Of course, I I'd still want to go after the hordes. Because you probably having... got another three hours. Okay. Depending on. Well, depending on that one, you're you're about to face the biggest horde. Okay, interesting. And that took me on itself. Just when I started fighting the horde to when I killed it, an hour to an hour and a half. Wow, okay. there, there was oh, that damn. many of them. That's huge. I'm I'm excited now <laughs> because I'll be honest with you. I love I love fighting the hordes. You know, it, mm-hmm. the challenge of it. You know, because you yes. can make one mistake and you're right. done. But when you're, I mean, just keeping at it and you're just yeah. mowing them down he's like i got this you just feel amazing yes you, you know? do that's that's another thing like i loved was if i messed up it wasn't ever oh the game screwed me no it's it was i i made that mistake i tried to go back to my bike at the wrong time mm-hmm. or i didn't have enough of this or you know mine is usually i'm i'm running towards something and maybe i shift the camera to see where everybody's at and then i run into a wall <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, and I can't get away from the wall in time, and I screwed myself. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to be vigilant about keeping sight on both my front and my back because I've got to be able to turn around, but I've yeah. also got to be able to see where I'm going. So that's usually where I screw up is I've I've lost focus of where I'm running. Right. So hopefully I can do this, and then I can go clear out whatever's left because. I I feel like with all the other areas, like the main areas where you first started, I got most of those. I think there was, I finally got one that I was looking for uh, last night in the wizard, not the wizard island, but the the other, the, the second camp with the military. Yeah. There was, a, there was three in that area and I just stumbled upon the one I'd been hunting down because I knew where they were. Right. Like I knew where their little nest was. But I never could find them. Like, I'd right. be searching this area. And I was like, come on, they've got to be around here somewhere. And then last night, I was driving by this one area, and there they were. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. So I got that one, but there's still, like, uh, nine in this area on Highway 97. And I'm surprised I didn't run into them because I felt like that entire area was much smaller. But I never did. So yeah. there's at least nine over that way that I need to clear out. So I might just wait until I finish it, and then they'll be marked, and I can just—it'll be easier instead. Wait till you fight in one, and you run into another. Oh no, I've not done that. That's not fun. I've done it twice. Uh, But outside of that, I did try the Terminator DLC for Mortal Kombat 11, and God damn it, he just—that voice is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Did they like try the Arnold voice, or is it just a a guy doing? I don't want to say he's doing a great impression. It's just a guy doing an impression of Arnold. And it's just like, yeah, you just. You yeah, know, I feel like if they you know, were not going to use Arnold, then just go with a regular voice actor. Don't try to sound like him. Just like, oh, something prefer, else. Yeah, like do some design to where it looks like a Terminator. Like you can tell it's a Terminator, but maybe like scar half of his face off or something like that. And then just use some other voice because he just. He sounds awful. 
Well, you know, it'd been cool if when they beat the more they beat him up, the more his face shows. Yeah. They well, they, there is a feature in there. I saw this in like one of the uh, after or trailers or whatever. Like so one of the characters in the game has this revive feature. I think it's uh, the the insect chick, which I can't mm. remember her name right offhand. But he has a similar feature. So if you beat him, he can come back. But he's as the T eight hundred skeletal system. So he's like burned off the skin, and then he's just the skeleton. So you can go with like one more little last hurrah as yeah. that. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, but, that is cool. Uh, I did like the one fatality they had unlocked for him, and that was pretty cool because he takes the character, he shoots their kneecaps. Oh, damn. And then they're just like, ah, ah, like that. And then he tosses them into a portal. And then it goes into the future, and then it's the T-800 war zone in the future, and then a T-800 shoots him from behind. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then there was yeah. another one where he hops on a bike, or his motorcycle, he drives toward them, swoops it backwards, knocks him up in the air, and then he takes a shotgun, flips it, and then goes kapow, and then they go exploding. So I was like, okay, those are pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he still sounds terrible. I'm not going <laughs> to... They should Just have put it on mute. No, they should. I don't know. It's it's awful. I mean, but he's it's fun to play. It's just you got to get over the voice because it's like I am going to terminate you, and that's about as good as it gets. Is me doing what I just did? That's, yeah. You know, if you're like, oh, that was terrible. That's Does what you say, get. Grab my hand. Yeah. I am, and it's what all those catchphrases. Like, God. All right. I'm just gonna skip over it. Anyway, <laughs> you want to talk about some news? Let's talk Let's about do it. some news. Because yeah. I've got I've got quite a bit of news this week, uh, but the one big story we're going to talk about, uh, if you keep up with world news and events, you'll know over the past week, China has been all over the China. news. China. With protests taking place in Hong Kong that are aimed against proposals to allow extradition to mainland China. Now, why is this important? Is that Hong, or why this is important is Hong Kong remains somewhat autonomous to the mainland China, giving the more rights and freedoms than the rest of the country, so they don't want to give that up, obviously. Uh, And this is due to a deal signed when Hong Kong, which used to be a British colony, became free of British rule. And while city leader Carrie Lam agreed to suspend the proposed bill, protests continued demanding full democracy for Hong Kong. There's your history lesson for today, kids. Yay, the more you know. So why are we talking about this, you ask? Because this isn't game news? Well, come on. There's there's a gaming connection. Uh, during the Hearthstone Grandmasters competition, player... I'm just going to call him Blitzchung because I'm not even going to attempt his first name. Right. Uh, but he goes by the, the handle Blitzchung. He spoke in support of the liberation of his home country, Hong Kong, during an interview saying, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. And because of this, Blizzard Entertainment removed him from the remainder of the competition, rescinded all prize money he earned throughout the competition, and banned him from competing in esports for a year. Stupid. Now, since then, Blizzard has uh, stood by their decision initially, I'll say that up front, uh, citing that Chung's actions violated rules and regulations set by the competition, specifically any action that would cause public dispute, offend people, or damage Blizzard's image. And they went on to say, quote, while we stand by one's right to express individual thought and opinions, players and other participants that elect to participate in our esports competitions must abide by official competition rules. 
That sounds like censorship to me, but yeah. what do I know? Um, now, someone out there could be easily going, well, yeah, he broke the rules, so, you know, got to follow the rules. But the problem is the obvious conflict of interest for Blizzard here since they are partially owned by the Chinese company Tencent, mm-hmm. a company that I'm pretty sure I dismissed earlier on in the podcast, you know, episodes ago because I was just learning about them and now I'm starting to see the writing on the wall. They have stakes in Ubisoft, Riot Games, and even Epic Games, who personally took a stance and stated that they would never do that to their players. But, you know, money talks, and we'll see. And Riot Games <laughs> released a statement as well, saying that they have informed their casters at the League of Legends Championship not to censor any players. Now, I feel like that's good to see them standing their ground, but again, the bankroll, once that winds up being at stake, I'm sure they'll change their tune. Mm. Uh, since this happened, Blitzchunk spoke to IGN, and he said he expected this to happen, despite feeling it's unfair, but he doesn't regret what he said, which I don't think he should. No. Oh. Yeah. And he felt that it was, quote, his duty to say something about the issue. Uh, numerous fans and outlets have shown their support for Blitzchung while condemning Blizzard. Many gamers deleted their Blizzard accounts to show solidarity to Chung. And I do, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I heard there was a rumor going around that Blizzard was trying to block people from yeah, deleting their I, accounts. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that. I don't know if it was actually them doing it or just the massive quantities of people trying to do it at the same time the servers couldn't keep up. So I, I've never saw any yeah. verification one way or the other. Yeah, from from what I, I kind of read into it, I I'm I think that's I gathered the same thing. It was just it wasn't anything Blizzard was doing. It was just a right. massive amount of yeah. people doing it, uh, which says a lot. I mean, honestly, um, developer Fuel Games actually invited Chung to their own gaming tournament, gave him a like a free ticket to uh, join in with whatever they got going on. Which I don't recall what game they. They do, but it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> while also saying that they will actually replace all of his lost winnings taken by Blizzard, citing that no player should be punished for their beliefs. Even more notable is that Nathan Zamora and Brian Kibler, who were actually casters of the Hearthstone Grandmasters tournament, walked away from their positions, with Kibler saying specifically that while he doesn't really fully understand the in- intricacies of the relationship between Blizzard and China... He does recognize the heavy-handedness of the situation and refuse to be associated with it. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, furthermore, several employees of Blizzard itself staged a walkout to protest the company's actions. When interviewed by the Daily Beast, one employee said that they were not surprised by the company's actions because of the amount of money they make in China. Driving the point home harder by adding that Blizzard is in this awkward position where it can't abide by its think-globally and every voice matters values. Uh, it has been said that Blizzard will soon be updating those values to think Chinese and every dollar matters. Burn. Mm. Uh, and an update to yeah. this story is that Blizzard has apparently walked back ever so slightly, mind you, ever so slightly. They they released a a full uh, yeah. explanation saying, "Well, we we are." reassessing the situation and we kind of see where everybody's coming from so what we're going to do is we're going to give him his prize money back and we're not going to not ban him we're just going to cut it back a little maybe maybe not a year yeah so like six i still feel like that's like that is what they're doing same with the shoutcasters apparently 
in hmm. six months. They created more of a problem than it needed to be. Yeah, they did. Yeah. This guy would have said that. It would have went right over everybody's heads because, like, lately everybody from China or Hong Kong has said something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. let him say it. It had been over with. Well, it's like a lot of these people are saying they have a right to free speech. They have a right to say these things. And that was blatant censorship because mm-hmm. it was speaking against their bankroll. Yeah. I mean, essentially, that's what it was doing. So uh, they can they can sit here and, and, and try to backtrack what they've done, but the damage is done as far right. as I'm concerned. And I hope anybody who deleted their account after this statement didn't come back and just say, okay, well, they've apologized. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get okay. my account. No, screw them. They've yeah. realized that they screwed up and they're losing money, so don't don't fall yeah. into it. I, I don't like Blizzard anyway. Yeah, I could. We I think we were actually talking about that the other day, Lisa. I, don't, I can't even think of a, a Blizzard. I actually game looked that it I up just to see if there was any Blizzard games I that I played or anything, and like there was one once. So it was yeah. like for me, I would have deleted it anyway. Honestly, mm-hmm. just from how this was, the whole thing was just handled. Um, but yeah, at least I, I, I didn't have any kind of addiction or anything to any of their games. So it's easier for me to just go, well, I just won't be looking at any future ones either or something sure. to that effect, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not losing any sleep over it. So they can go to hell for all I care. Yep. Straight there. Do not pass go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was uh, a very next- wonderfully well-crafted statement, I do have to say. Sure. Like, you can tell some I'm- thought was really put into trying to explain everything in the most PC way possible. I'm sure they had a good writer. They paid for it. So oh, for sure. I mean, fun. it's very it's mm-hmm. very well done. I mean, mm-hmm. but like like Todd was saying, and- like, the, the you know, if you would have just kind of let it go like we would have never even thought about it probably would have never had a conversation about this specific incident Mm -hmm. anyway yeah it was also printed on some nice uh, clip art paper and everything and all purple and everything Mm -hmm. i mean they made it look fancy as hell they really did so you know it's the equivalent of somebody's at the grammys and they yell fuck yeah and it doesn't get bleeped out and everybody's like (gasps) for three seconds yeah and then nobody cares yep yep but anyway, hey, guess what we do care about is the next story, because last week, Sony made an official announcement for the PlayStation 5, yes. yeah, stating that it will launch sometime in the fourth quarter of 2020, which I would assume sometime in November, if I was Probably to take a guess. in time for the, because for the Christmas buys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm figuring like November 19th or something, whatever that around the 20th whatever that weekend like Black that Friday, Friday is that's mm-hmm. when it, that, that's when it'll well, be see, go ahead and go ahead and lay that out and we'll, we'll post this cuz 100th episode Todd's making a, a an, yeah i'm going to say well you know <laughs> you're going to like look, no just say a date just I, say I, a date i, I don't know i don't Gamble. know I, i'm going to say november uh, 19th there you go november 19th playstation 5's coming out says Todd Give or take two days. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a Saturday or a Friday. I want that Friday. I don't think it matters it could anymore. Be the I feel like it's all random now. Hey, 
It's always Friday. Nintendo always put out theirs on a Saturday, which yeah. made no sense, but whatever. And games used to always release oh. on a Tuesday. Now I feel like it's just, mm-hmm. which yeah, I don't know why that, that was, but now I feel like They used to call it place. Super Tuesday. Yeah. All the CDs, all the movies, all the games came out on Tuesday. Yep. Well, they had to start spreading it out because there's so much content. I guess. True. Now, along with the proposed release date of November 19th, says Todd, <laughs> uh, we got information regarding the new DualShock controller citing the use of haptic feedback as opposed to the common rumble feature to allow a more in-depth experience. Uh, this feature will also allow developers to adjust the resistance of trigger buttons as well, meaning that the feature, if utilized properly in tandem, can add an extra layer to actions like drawing a bow or even driving a vehicle. Now that sounds cool. Yeah. I want to know how that's going to work. I do too, because I don't want it to become more complicated to play my games. I don't think we're going right. to notice a damn bit of it. Yeah. Well, that's- I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I would. I don't want it again to get overly complicated because they're like, well, we really want to immerse you in. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to hold this button and that button and then My have to press hurts. the third button just to pull up. I guess you, know, you don't play enough David Cage games. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you have to That's utilize true. every button. <laughs> yes, I remember going up the hill for the first time in uh, Heavy Rain. Yeah. Yes, I was like, I don't have, I don't have another finger. Yeah. I think I eventually like hit your one of my nose from your other arm. I use my nose still. Hold L2, and then I fail. press R2, then hit back to L1, mm-hmm. and then press up. And it's like, no, I get, what? My thumb is not ready for this. Uh, it also is said to feature a large or a larger battery capacity as well as a USB Type-C connector for charging. Yeah. Uh, now, one question posed was, would there be backward compatibility? Now, while they haven't really officially said yes, they haven't really officially said no well, What I've seen was that it will be m- most games. Okay. P- most PS4 games, I guess the ones that make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, not every one of them. And I guess it's going to be equivalent to uh, Xbox One now where like, hey, this week these are available. Kind okay. Of thing. That's what I'm guessing. So not like we won't get Paw Patrol um, no, no, PlayStation yeah, I don't 4. think we'll get that on at PS5. all. all right. I, don't, I don't want that. Well, I was hoping. Uh- SpongeBob Racer, yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway, they did say that the system is supposedly based in part to the uh, PlayStation 4's architecture. So, uh, again, I I could see it definitely rolling over. Uh, One huge feature that piqued the interest of many upon its announcement was the inclusion of the solid-state drive. Mm -hmm. Wired Magazine was actually able to get some information from Sony about what the SSD means for the PlayStation 5. And according to Mark Cerny, the SSD will change how players download and install games. He said, quote, rather than treating games like a big block of data, we are allowing finer-grained access to the data, essentially allowing players to install what they want to play first instead of waiting for the entire game. Okay, hold on. This is where I have a problem with this. Okay. This is the same thing they did with the PS4. Well, there's there's another element to it as well. Yeah, I know, but like they touted that at the beginning, and then it... I don't remember it ever. Only a couple of times that it ever asked me, "Do you want to do the? Do you want to download the multiplayer? Or do you want to download the single player?" Mm-hmm. But then I start thinking, the PlayStation Store was the same way. Like yeah, on PlayStation Two was where that was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Came out on PlayStation Three. It's almost like they're always a year behind. Well, I never remember getting asked a question. There was always that bar where it was like, "Now you can play the game." Yeah. yeah. But if you want to access all the features, you have to wait until the end. Right. So that's all I've ever seen out of the PlayStation 4. Now, conversely to this, kind of like what you said, you know, that it seems like the feature's kind of already been there. 
He says you can actually, on the PlayStation 5, remove certain parts of the game as well. Right. So now if you're like done that. playing single player, but you're still having fun playing multiplayer with your friends, you can just remove the single player game and oh. free up some space like on, your, okay. on your console. So it's an interesting approach to system storage. I that think. is cool. Um, yeah. But as far as any other features, I didn't see any more, and I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking about it from now until release, sure. all the features that are going to trickle 19th. out. So, yeah, November 19th. Todd said it. <laughs> I want to see if I'm right. If that's the There's date no right. I mean, if that's it, it just says a holiday 2020 right now, officially from Sony. So, Oh, yeah. I think I think the biggest question... Oh, are you going to put it in your calendar having... to remind you in a year? <laughs> I want to see what day the 19th is. I would. Is I would. Like, this is something I want to remember. I mean, I think... No, that... I actually, I want to change mine to November 20th. That's when I want to say it. November 20th. All right. Well, it's he's, official. He's, he's that's my, I'm amended sticking to that one. decision here. November 20th. All right. Well, I think that the biggest question a lot of people are going to have, and uh, we'll probably get that maybe E3 time next year. Not saying that Sony will be at E3 or anything like that, right. but price. Everybody yeah. wants to know the price. I think well, I think they will be there. I think happen. we'll actually see the, the console that they... Yeah, I, I would assume that's, that's when everybody's going to be unveiling the Scarlet. We're going to see the PlayStation 5. If Nintendo's got anything, which I'm sure they won't. Who knows? We'll see what it is. Maybe they'll have another uh, ring fit thing that they're going to come out with. A, a, a I was going to say the, you didn't hear about light, the ring light. fit. Their the new switch. peripheral. Uh-uh. It's it's a it's just a handle like a wheel yeah. and you play games with the wheel. Yeah. It's a pretty decent size, Damn. too. Yeah. Like you go, you go like, "Hey, Nintendo's so innovative." And then all of a sudden you're like, "Okay, they're just copying their self." <laughs> Uh, the last story I have is um, Twitch, once again, has become the center of attention for all the wrong reasons. Uh, when a it. channel on the platform live-streamed a shooting outside of a synagogue in Damn. Halle, Germany, mm-hmm. two people were actually murdered on this feed, uh, no doubt because this piece of shit was angry because he couldn't get inside the synagogue that he was trying to get into, which housed around 80 people at the time. Uh, the video ran for at least 35 minutes and was streamed through a Counter-Strike Global Offensive channel, which was then mm-hmm. captured and shared across a number of white supremacist Telegram channels. Uh, Twitch sent out a statement sharing their condolences and actions taken and wanted to <laughs> ensure everybody to know that only five people viewed the stream, even though an additional 2,200 viewed the, um, what do you call it? The, the after stream. The yeah, VOD? there you go. Really? Yeah, it stayed up it long enough down. to get that many? Hmm. Clearly. Mm-hmm. So, somebody's lying. But plenty of people saw it. 2,200 is more than it should have been. Five. Let's talk about some quickets. Quickets! Because I don't want to talk about the dumpster fire that's called Twitch anymore. Uh, first of all, Xbox executive Mike Yabara announced he's leaving Microsoft. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. I always hear his name talked about something. Well, it seems like a lot of the big guys are just walking on all of them, like across the board. I want to know the true story behind the Sean Layden thing. So, yeah, so do we, because we we haven't gotten any kind of official statement about it. It's just like Uh, it got swept under the rug. I feel like when you dig to it, like, uh, you know how you always got that guy below you? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I I think we should do this like behind the scenes, you know, to everybody else and gets in somebody's ear, and then you got the top guy, who's like, well, 
you know, we need to concentrate on single-player games and the quality of the games, which is what made them successful this go-round, you know? Mm -hmm. Those games. So, maybe more of the same. And then you got, what's his name? Is it Jim Ryan? Jim Ryan. Mm -hmm. He really wants to push the cloud and the multiplayer and all that kind of stuff, and I think that's what won over this time, and I think he kind of got... They said, okay, you can either form to it or you can leave and i think sean Layden said let's come out i mean if that's the the route they're gonna be going then they're gonna lose me as a customer yeah, because man, I'm like not that's, having it. that's i mean then where am i gonna go because everybody is on that ship right now i guess we're gonna retire <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm not doing it i'm sorry i mean i, I want to i do enjoy the idea of multiplayer playing with my friends but they don't create games i want to play with my friends they're right. few and far between. I don't want to play Call of Duty. I don't want to play Fortnite. I don't want to play Rocket League. I don't want to play any of that. They don't appeal to me. So they've got to. They got to come. There's got to be a middle ground. That's why the first player games are there. They just need to make every multiplayer game have zombies in it, and I'll play all of them. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's zombies in it, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, right games filed a lawsuit against a Chicago-based esports organization called Riot Squad saying that they are infringing on their property. I don't I didn't see it. Wait a minute. Say read that one more time. Riot Games okay. filed a, a lawsuit against a Chicago-based esports organization known as Riot Squad. Okay, not even the same thing. Not the they same own thing. The word well, they Riot, don't apparently. Clearly, because they well, they don't even play Riot Games games. Like they're not they're not playing yeah, it's like one one of them makes it, yeah, and then one of them plays them. Sure. I hope they lose. I hope they lose that lawsuit. <laughs> I do too, kind well, of. you would hope. We'll see what happens. Uh, Doom Eternal is being delayed from its original release date of November twenty second to March twentieth of twenty twenty, citing the developer's desire to ensure it's perfect. Bullshit. And with the director of the game reinforcing those sentiments, saying that the game is, quote, the best thing we've ever done. I'm calling bullshit. Think so? Yeah, I think it's crowded. There's like, let's go to March where there's nothing. Okay. I mean, Which fine. would be smart. I'd do the same thing. I mean, that right. gives them more time to, to polish yeah. it and, and make sure that all the bugs are out. You but let's just, let's just say that's what we're doing. All right. But let's just really move it because it's crowded. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, whatever. I'm fine with it. Are you going to play it? I would like to. I, I did have an, uh, a lot of fun with uh, yeah. the Yeah, I liked I, I mean, I remember playing the original Dooms, and that was like some of the first games that I ever played. Like, which, where the hell is Commander Keen at? I don't know. Do you remember Commander Keen? I, I do. I where feel like the we hell mentioned is, that. Why have they not order. ever brought that game back? I don't know. Like, Duke Nukem had a sorry-ass return. Mm -hmm. Why can't Commander Keen come back? Speaking of which, I don't know if you've... I know I think I've mentioned it to you. I don't know if I've mentioned it to you. And this is a little... I have no stake in this company or this this podcast or anything like that. But if you love video games, I actually listen to one called How Did This Get Played? And if yeah, you, you want to hear people playing bad video games and, and talking about it, it's actually kind of entertaining. They yeah. played uh, Duke Nukem 3D, I think it was. Yeah. Recently, and they were talking about all the garbage. Yeah, you know just terrible. how terrible this game is. Just not not just from a gameplay standpoint or anything like that, but just the content. Yeah, you know, and things that they they pulled over in that game. And I think they even played um, was it Leisure Shoot Larry was one of their yeah, games. Is that that? Like wait, which one? Like one of the original? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think some played the original and some played the uh, remaster or whatever. Yeah, like, you talking about the one from like the Commodore 64? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my uncle used to play that. And they did, uh, just last week, they did Friday the 13th from the NES. And we're trying to understand it. And and funny enough, they actually argued in defense of it to a point. They were like, this game was ahead of its time. It just didn't know what to do because they were talking about certain elements that the game did. They were like, if you think about it, that's pretty innovative at the time. But the the game makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah, like the players dying and not coming back. That was unheard of at that point. The the day and night system that they did. um, Just just a lot of different things that were like, the game had potential, it's just it fell flat because they don't tell you what to do. Uh, you know, okay. and even the the campers or the the counselors having different stats because you had some that were yeah. slow, some that were fast, some that could jump. I don't know. It was interesting, but mm-hmm. again, I, I'm not promoting that for any kind of self interest of mine. I'm just saying, if you <laughs> like video games and would like to hear people playing bad video games, check it out. How did this get played? Anyway, Excellent. maybe they'll hear this and be like, "Thank you," but they won't. <laughs> uh, during New York Comic Con. Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics showcased more of uh, Marvel's Avengers gameplay with a focus on Ms. Marvel, who it was announced will be voiced by newcomer Sandra Saad. Uh, The only thing I've seen her do, or I looked at her IMDb, she did voices for The Rage 2 and Fallout 76. So she's she doesn't have a lot of credit to under her belt, but she's 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 rising up. She's doing stuff. It's Fallout 76. Uh, first reactions to Marvel Studios produced VR experience Avengers Damage Control have surfaced and all are praising it as the best VR experience they have ever had. Oh, yeah. So these all work for Marvel. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a I'm lot... i for that Iron Man game. Like, the what I've heard about it, it sounds pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't... This is the one I want to check out, though, because they say it's like being in a Marvel movie. And I, I watch, like, this... Uh, I guess it's is a new it a trailer game for or it. an experience. It's an experience. Is that one okay. that you actually have to go to the void for? You have to right. buy a ticket for that whole thing. But they actually have voice actors from, or like the voice acting is from the actors from the movie. So you, you have, have to, you have to do what? It's have you ever heard of the void? Uh-uh. It's a VR experience uh, hub. I guess oh, okay. it's it's like an actual business. So you buy like a ticket, only a few and then you get around. to, ex- yeah. And it's it's an entire experience. Like a room is set up with actual things that you'd interact with within the VR experience. Okay. So this is, you actually have to buy a ticket to the Void for this thing to do this. But where do you access the Void at? Through your PlayStation? No, no, or no. Or do you go to? You the... go to a place. Okay. And the only one I think we have nearby is in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do this then. Yeah. Well, if you happen we'll to be fire. down that way. I'm Maybe. I don't know. If you happen to be down that way. I, w- I would love to do this. Like because for some it, other it reason you it... ended up in Atlanta and you've got time to kill. You're like, oh, you know what I should go do? Exactly. Make go. a make a trip to go down to Atlanta for a lot of reasons, this being one of them. Right. But <laughs> yeah, they're, they're voice acting. They've got Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, or Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. He's doing. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. He's doing Doctor Strange. Uh, Paul Rudd is in there doing uh, Ant-Man. Uh, there might be others that I, I missed. Spider-Man's in the game, which I thought was cool, but I didn't hear Tom Holland. Uh, so it's just, it seemed really cool and, and, and cool enough. I mean, if you're a fan, because I'd love to see if this actually ties in since it's a Marvel Studios produced thing. Right. Ultron's in the game. 
because they even mentioned that story-wise. They're like, a, uh, an old threat is reemerging. What? Okay. So How? it's... I, exactly. Because we thought we destroyed Ultron, oh, but he's an well, AI. What if the time, that time be. reversal thing Could brought be. him back? Who knows? Ooh. Yeah, there's now a lot. Tony, of that. Now Tony so, Stark's not here to, to fix things. But they have Tony Stark armor. That's what you're playing in. It's a yeah. crossbreed of Iron Man tech and Wakanda tech. You don't have his brain, though. So, anyway. But still, it seems cool. I'd like to check it out. Um, it was learned last week that The Last of Us Part Two will be 50% larger than the first game. I'm so excited for that game. I am, too. Should be. Should be interesting. Ready. Uh, it was also learned that the PC version of Red Dead Redemption 2 will have new missions and gear. It's not fair. Well... I they got. Better. They had to wait. I don't care. They had to wait. No, uh, they hey, didn't. Did you know they just new- want to try to sucker they in them people to buy the game twice. Give me a freaking break. Sure. Well, don't I'm do so it. So upset. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to. I've already bought your game, Rockstar. Uh, <laughs> did you know that a new Brain Age game is headed to Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Was it called Doctor Kawashima? Ka- Kawash- Probably Ka- something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look too much. I seen some. I think they actually announced it last week. I just forgot to mention it. But there you go. Uh, I mentioned it now. It looked like uh what was the uh the guy Iwata? Yeah. It looks like him. His it does, little, it really does. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I like playing Brain Age when I, I had a too. DS because that was like one of the early games they mm-hmm. had on there. It was fun. Those games it. are great. I mean I think those games uh I don't know, like the older you get, you should probably play more of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah no kidding. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Ubisoft released a free game on its Uplay launcher called Rabbids Coding that gives players an entry-level introduction to game coding. I'm getting it. Neat. (laughs) What better way to learn coding than with a little... You say that, but but Peyton goes on her iPad. (laughs) Now, if they do that, they better have subtitles. I don't understand what you're saying. But uh, she knows how to code just from playing those little games, you know? I'm like, wish we had that when I was little. Okay, I'm done. Dickhead. (laughs) What a dick move. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm not coming back for 200. (laughs) Uh, The Fallout collection we actually mentioned last week on Truth or Trash is in fact real, but, but only for the UK and Germany. Okay, but mine still counts. Well, technically, by the way I worded it, by the way I worded it, no. Oh, listen to this. Because I I looked, I know, it's it's wrong based on the way it was worded. (laughs) It's wrong. (laughs) I'm side-eyeing him so hard right now. You are. That's another, that's two dick moves. (laughs) In in like like, five minutes. I yeah, have, he's scoring like the Predators, like every have, minute it's a I dick move. I have to be true to the game. Anyway, uh, UK and Germany will get the Fallout collection uh, on October 25th. I was right. kind of pissed about that, too. I wanted that. Oh, uh, yeah. But it was know? only going to be on PC, isn't it? No, it's, well, I didn't catch that detail. I see, like, the thing I saw, it was only going to be PC. I think you might be right, the more I think about it. Which kind of yeah. pissed me off, too, and I was like, damn it, it's not fair. I know, it's fine. Come to the dark uh, Se- time. It's fine. It's fine. Sega and Forever Entertainment announced a collaboration to remake House of the Dead 1 and 2. Why? Does that ex- 
excite you? No, what? fuck no. I remember That's the only enjoying zombie the game crap out play. of those at the arcade, though. I really did man, play I the crap out of the House of the Dead, man. But I don't want to play that at home. Well, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know about that, but. Do what? <laughs> you don't have to buy it. I'm not. Don't. That's the only zombie game I won't play. <laughs> uh, I won't watch that sorry-ass movie, either. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> well, there might be a scene or two worth watching, but beyond that. I know, I did. I've already watched it once. Okay. I won't watch it again. Uh, a screenshot. I think this was a fun little little thing that was done. Of course, it might also be... Um, you can look at this as an Easter egg or just the developers trolling people. There was a screenshot in Mortal Kombat 11's gameplay with the Terminator during an outro windscreen where you actually see through the Terminator's eyes, you see the red Termovision or whatever you want to call it. Termovision. Turn, yeah. Did you just come up no, with that? No, that? that was actually something they listed, and I'm just trying to remember how they said it. It might have they been They made it up when they started typing. What the hell? Look at Termo, Termovision. Termovision. Anyway, if you look in the right-hand corner of the screen, there's a list of data files, like you see in some of the movies where he's like filtering through data files. Right. These data files are marked as DLC, and it lists the character names Molina, Rain, Lee May, Serena, Meat, and Mocap. All characters from previous games and guaranteed all characters that are not coming to this game. Okay. That's what I would guess. Mm-hmm. So you take it as you will, Easter egg or troll. Whatever you want to do. Troll. Especially with Molina sure being in that list. Because she has been, her and Rain have been the two most sought after DLC characters, like most requested on Twitter. Right. So, yeah, I could say it's more of a troll than anything. Because who wants to play as mocap? That was the dumbest character. What was mocap? He was just a dude in a mocap suit. It's like, who the hell asked for this? Oh, so pretty <laughs> self explanatory, huh? Yeah. All right. I was expecting more of an answer the balls than that, on but sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a black and blue, yeah, black and blue suit with the little mocap balls, and it was just like, wh- what? What was the, the power? What was, was his finishing move? I don't even remember. I think this was back in Mortal Kombat Five. Like snapped his fingers, introduced. everything was green screen, and they're like, what? Like the person's yeah. just standing there with regular Somebody street cut, clothes cut. on. They're no longer a fighter. <laughs> it's a wrap. His I mean, superpower is to call cut, and it's over. Mm. <laughs> So, I don't know. I'd, I'd say it's a troll. Um, and the lastly, Ubisoft announced a slate of animated shows based on some of their popular properties that are coming to services. They didn't quite specify Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. So, I'm going to assume we're going to see these scattered about across various platforms. Uh, first would be the more mature series Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon vibe, which is obviously based on Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. And will actually be produced by Castlevania's Adi Shankar. So I would assume maybe that would lean toward Netflix because he's already got like two or three shows yeah. on Netflix he's doing. So I could see that one going to Netflix. Uh, then a more family-friendly shows or several family-friendly shows will feature uh, animated series based on Rayman, The Rabbits, wow, 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 and even Hungry Shark. Does anybody uh, know who Hungry Shark is? Because I don't. No. Uh, okay, you, you well, there's like going to be... Baby Shark? Well, Hungry Shark. Do, 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 hungry no, shark. don't you even. Okay, sorry. No. Dick move. No. <laughs> finally, finally, there will be a tween-based 
watchdog series described tween? as a cyber mystery. Did you just say Twain? Twain. So it's not watchdogs like we're watching one of the watchdog cyber investigators, but a teenager, a tween, if you will, no. uh, so doing like watchdog cyber mysteries. With their cell phones nope. and yeah. iPads. Mm-hmm. Were they breaking into the kindergarten and getting their grades? Well, more like eighth grade, probably. Eighth grade, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. If, you, if any of this, if you love Ubisoft and you love their stuff, then there you go. What's that be the best one they have? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end up on Nickelodeon. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any truth or trash this week. I'm sorry. There were no yeah. rumors floating around. Dick move. Oh, I've got something for you later. Hang on. Uh, but we do have some weird news. It's like he's, he's just letting news. you know, oh, you want to see dick move. Just wait till later in the show. There is not. There's no sex. No, sorry. I missed that question. We don't, we don't have that question anymore. I know. I coined the phrase. Uh, the first one, have either of you watched Jeopardy? Never. Jeopardy? Never. Who's Alex Trebek? Yeah, Jeopardy. Yes. Yeah. Have you watched Jeopardy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you ever feel stupid watching it? Like you should know the answers, but you I know really a lot don't of the feel answers. like as smart as you should? I know a lot of the answers. But, I mean, does it make you feel inferior? Yes, sometimes? it really does. I mean, Place? most things do, yeah. so it's... <laughs> well, hey, get ready to not feel bad about watching Jeopardy ever again, even if it makes you feel dumb, because clearly their question makers aren't all that bright either. <laughs> okay? Because playing for 200 or whatever, um, here was the answer. The seven rotatable blocks used in this video game have names like Orange Ricky, Hero, and Smash Boy. Okay. Answer? Rotatable blocks? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, do, you have, yeah. do you have any? The question was, what is Tetris? Did you know that the blocks had names? I did no. not. No. I was gonna, I like, mean, my I, brain went to Tetris when you said rotatable blocks, but then when you gave it names, I'm like, well, now I don't know where we're at anymore. I mean, I've Has always, always known them been as Tetraminos. Yeah, that's what I that's, thought. That's what I thought Tetraminos. they were called. Well... And then they're like, oh, they got names? They don't have names. They don't have names. What happened is the question makers lifted this answer from a Photoshopped image oh, no. of some guy with the Tetris manual giving the pieces fake <laughs> names, and they oh, thought it was no. legit. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So, And that got aired on TV. That's great. This is why it's important to do research. Yeah, and okay. what's the problem is, is like nobody watching would have known the difference of it. Oh, did you know that the blocks had names? You know? Like now they're totally sharing yeah. it on Facebook. For sure. I'm sure it's still <laughs> circulating and people are uh-huh. buying it right now. But I'm t- we're here to tell you right now it's a lie. Okay. It's not real. You heard it first here. Yeah. And the November 20th release date. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there was that ridiculousness. Uh, the next thing is in what I would consider this week's most frivolous lawsuit. A Canadian law firm is filing a class action lawsuit against Epic Games for (gasps) game addiction. Oh, Jesus. Now, you may be saying, how the hell? Much like I did upon reading this headline because they are standing on the ground that Epic was constantly looking for ways to make the game as addictive as possible. Oh, Fortnite. You're talking about Fortnite, right? Sure. I'm sure. I I think I remember reading this. Now, behind this lawsuit are parents of two separate minors who claim that their children's lives are ruined and that the game's addiction is equivalent to that of cocaine. Shit. Now, while I do understand that some people have addictive personalities and that 
a lot of these yes. industries are feeding digging into, into that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like a win on this case, the way it is laid out, would set a precedent going forward, not just with video games, but with anything yeah. that can fuel addiction. Because you are suing for addiction. That's how I read this. McDonald's, everybody's going to be sued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you, all at that point, you're saying it's okay to sue because I'm addicted to cigarettes or I'm addicted to whiskey. Well, wasn't or I'm this sort of tried once before? Big Macs. That one guy, I think it was um, some guy out of Russia who sued Fallout so sued Bethesda because he lost his girlfriend, his job, this whole thing because he couldn't stop playing Fallout Four, or Fallout Three for like two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. I want to say he did sue him, but he only tried to sue for like seven thousand dollars U.S., like whatever the equivalent was. Like it was, I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't win, but I feel like this has been tried already. Yeah, um, I just it, there's. There's got to be a line. I mean, the the judge can say yes. That what they're doing. I'm we're again. I'm not arguing that they are not making it addictive, mm-hmm. but suing for addiction. That's yeah. that's really not the game publisher's fault per se. They no. are they they are uh, honing in on it. They are they're yeah. getting those people who have those personalities. But they didn't create those personalities. They are just taking advantage of them. Yeah. That's a mental issue with a person. Yeah, Don't I was going to say. Damn game away from them for a week. That's, yeah. But that was they, the they, thing they, I was thinking, the, too, when they were like parents after it. I'm like, but you're bought the phone they're playing it on or the console uh, yes. or the PC. And it's like, I, I don't know. That's just one of my biggest irritants. It seems here. It's like the parents are always going after the developers to stop it. When like, mm-hmm. why should everyone else who can play these things just fine? Yeah, It's like saying we should no longer make alcohol. Cause there's a few people who don't know how to imbibe responsibly, you know, from everybody exactly. else or something to that effect, you know? So. And they need to legalize marijuana. Well, sure. <laughs> but, no, yeah. That I, might make I, the parents chill agree. a little bit, right? I do I do agree because when these parents are just like, they're just so addicted to it, I can't, I can't do anything. Yes, you can. Turn it off. Get rid of it. Take it away. If you don't have, like, it, you're, you're if, not if, their if friend. You have, yeah, if you have alcohol sitting in your house with an alcoholic and you just leave it there, you're, you're inviting them. You're enabling to, it. Yeah, you're you're saying, "Well, there you go. I, I can't get rid of it because it's mine, even though I know you have a problem." Yes, you can take it away. If yep. it's not there, it, it, it takes it away. Now, granted, it's not to say they won't have withdrawals. Yeah, because that's and they'll part get of the angry and they'll get process. mad at gonna, you and they'll act it's out. It's going to be rough, and you just have but to like, ride the wave. Yeah, like addiction, you have to. You're going to have to struggle through it. You're going to have to to right. Rehabilitation, that's what it's all about. Because I know for like a it lot of people, really that was addiction. a tool to I get mean, your kid to leave you alone for a little bit, right? So you've probably handed mm-hmm. them the tablet or something like that. So it's just like you could have a moment of peace and quiet. Yeah. Well, what happened was this lady, or if it was a lady or a man, their girlfriend or boyfriend broke up with them, and now they got to pay attention to their kids, <laughs> and their kids don't want to have nothing to do with them because they're playing a video game. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm suing Epic. Yeah. I can't deal with this. Uh, the last thing I've got is, oh, man, oh, man. We're, we're going to have to do a challenge, I think, oh, yeah. all of us, for okay. this. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Uh-uh. Once known as the fastest video game character and proud mascot of Sonic, or of Sega. I don't know why I wrote Sonic. Sega. They're proud mascot. Uh, he's now better known as the character with the most bad video games associated with his name and cinematic nightmare fuel that is getting remade. But many of you may not remember the animated series for the character way back in the early 90s where it was discovered that the character had an affinity for chili dogs. Do you remember no, that? I remember. No. <laughs> I okay. Not watch it. <laughs> why did he have an affinity for chili dogs? Yeah, I don't know. I would assume because turtles love pizza. That's why. Because we need to drive that home. I, yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. Anyway, this little factoid seemed to have faded away over time, to my knowledge, because I never felt like this was official canon in any of the games or something yeah. they would be like, I love chili dogs. I'm going to go get my chili dogs in any of the uh-huh. Sonic games. I don't ever no. remember this thing surfacing in any game however that is until now because with sonic needing to stay fit and healthy for his next run at the 2020 olympic games sonic's official twitter account decided to share a recipe for a protein shake fit for a hedgehog would you like to hear the ingredients i sure yeah (laughs) this is the challenge i'm not doing it Five hot dogs. Gross. Oh, one can uh. of chili. <coughs> two scups of scoops of protein powder. One cup shredded cheese and five ice cubes. Mm. This recipe came with an accompanying picture <coughs> of the protein shake, God. and it looks no better than you would assume it would. I mean, my imagination. I'm gagging is not at the five hot dogs right dude. now. I mean, if if Twitter wants to challenge us to drink, oh, I'm sure people have already made this chili thing d- and put it on Dude. TikTok. I'm just saying, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> just the thought. Oh, I think it's the thought of having a hot dog slide down his uh, throat. No, <laughs> or just like sucking it through a straw, like, mm, and the chili beans. No, mm, with some. My mouth is like. <laughs> Some cheese. Let's not talk about this. Okay. okay. Todd, Todd's going to throw, throw up. up on his table. <laughs> Let's not have that so again. Nasty. That in the your hot dogs. shaker. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll move on. I'll move on. I love <laughs> to chew. <laughs> no. Anyway. Makes my nose run. Anyway. Uh. I, I put one last little tidbit in the weird news. Hey, uh, Enchanted Portals. What's yes. up with that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Did you see that? I did. This is a, a game that Lace actually showed me a picture of this, and I was I watched like a little bit of it at first, and I was like, she was like, Cuphead ripoff. And I'm like, nah, yeah, kinda, yeah maybe, but nah. And then I watched a little bit more, and I was like, okay, well, Cuphead ripoff. Well, and and here's here was an argument that I heard from Jim Sterling because he made a good point about it. Yeah. He said people are saying it's a it's a Cuphead ripoff, but while it is very much Cuphead, mm-hmm. these people went out of their way to do this style it with really original characters, well. and and it doesn't. There is no copyright that they are infringing on with the style, mm-hmm. but it is Cuphead. Yeah. I mean, literally, the gameplay is Cuphead. It's just a different game that you could say. Like, they just redrew the whole thing. And, you know, like, with different characters. Spiritual successor, if you will. 
It was like even when yeah. I saw so them, it, like the run and gunning or whatever, like even the the animated graphic for the shooting and the fighting was exactly the yeah. same. Yeah. So it's it's odd because you can't you can and can't call it a ripoff. So I don't know. It's just it's a weird weird. It's, it is weird because like it, it was like done so, so well. Often. Like I watched the trailer. Everything yeah. it's beautifully drawn and and everything. You mm-hmm. know, like you could tell they took the time for these characters and for these boss fights, but it's just, it mechanically looks exactly the same. It's really weird. Yeah. (laughs) Ever so often, like games that, I don't get something so right. Like there's always somebody that comes out and does something so similar to it. You know, like Zelda's has that, has that problem every now and again. Well, see, Mm -hmm. that's fair. Like inspired by, like it could have been drawn that way, but like played a little differently or put some sort of unique spin on it that, you know, I mean, we've taken inspirations from video games always, you know what I mean? Like how many Diablo games do we have, you know, of the, of the, and in that vein or, you know, like you were saying Zelda and all that kind of stuff, but like, wow. What's it called? I don't know. I want to see a picture of it. Enchanted Portals. Enchanted Portals. Yeah. Like if you, if you just looked at the 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 main screen of it, yeah, you definitely got to watch the trailer because I didn't, I didn't see it at first. And then when I saw the gameplay, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So it was the gameplay and the focus that, on boss fights. Like it was, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, while you're looking that up, I'm going to uh, go through some release dates because I mean, yeah, I mean a lot. Yeah, it clearly, I mean, it's not, uh, I mean, that picture doesn't look like, you know, as much of the steamboat Mickey look mm-hmm. as a cuphead, but still, you it can does, tell it's it like does a, it's resemble in a, a cartoon. brighter kind of, yeah. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, once you lo- like watch the trailer when we're done, cause like even when you listen to the music and, and all that kind of stuff, like it's just, it's got that whole feel. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Let me do some release dates. Uh, on do October it, 15th, we have Zombieland Double Tap Road Trip for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. I'm playing it. Then The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition for Nintendo Switch. You want to go play that? No. Yeah. I know nope. that's your favorite I'm not going to play that on, the, on my Switch. Yeah, you can take it wherever you no. go. No. I imagine that looks like shit and plays like shit. You can take it anywhere. I don't care. <laughs> we'll take it and throw it away. Uh, Children of Morta for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Overwatch finally comes to Nintendo Switch. You going to get that? Nope. Uh, no? Okay. Uh, Blizzard's counting on you, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the Fisherman Fishing Planet for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. The Isle, Eyes of Ara for Nintendo Switch. The Ninja Saviors Return of the Warriors for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. The Sims 4 Realm of Magic DLC for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Then on October 16th, we have Little Town Hero for Nintendo Switch. And then on October 17th, finally, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, Complete Edition for PlayStation 4 and PC. Nice. I'm so happy. I am. Because I know, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that that's, that's a little bit of hope that No More Heroes 3 will make it to the PlayStation 4. Well, you know, I got a Switch you could probably play. I don't want to play the Switch. I don't either. <laughs> I got this thing. Like, you know, the best thing is the, the Super Nintendo games came out on it, so I do play those. Yeah, see, that's pretty cool. Uh, Stella for Xbox One. Rabby, Rabby Ribby? Rabby Ribby. Rabby Ribby. Rabby Ribby. That's what I'm going to say. And then for the <laughs> Nintendo Switch, then we have the Jackbox Party Pack 6 for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. 
Monkey King Hero is back for PlayStation 4 and PC. Summer Sweetheart for Nintendo Switch. Felix the Reaper for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Domiverse for Nintendo Switch. Stranded Sails Explorers of the Cursed Islands for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Sublevel Zero Redo for Nintendo Switch. Kine for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Jesus Christ. What was it? Tried? Kine. 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 K-I-N-E. Kine. Uh, the Fisherman. Did I say that already? I did. Why is that up there? Uh, well, anyway. The Fisherman Fishing Planet Complete Edition for PC. Battle Planet Judgment Day for Nintendo Switch and PC. And Sega Ages Columns 2 The Voyage Through Time. And Ichident R for Nintendo Switch. Then, on October 18th, this is the thing I was talking to you about. Ring Fit Adventure for Nintendo Switch. Get your ring and play an RPG with the ring. It's a lot. It's a good way to get in shape, I hear. I work out. Exercise with the ring. I work out twice a week. doesn't matter, man. You need more exercise with the ring. Then I'll go one more day to play. I mean, the lady in the commercial looked super happy. She did. They're paid to look like that. She looked so happy, Todd. You pay me to go to work, and I don't look super happy at work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Planet, or planets, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. A Hat in Time for Nintendo Switch. I do want to play that. You should get that. Uh, (laughs) Ice Age. (laughs) Ice Age, Scrats, Nutty Adventure for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Pig Eat Ball for Xbox One and Nintendo you played Switch. That. I did. I played I that. I remember watching you play that. And that game is like a Pac-Man with a pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I want to play that. It looked pretty cool. Did it ever come out on PlayStation 4? It's just now. Well, it said Xbox One and Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Oh, I, think yep. I, I thought no. I cut you off. No. I'm good at that. Get a, get it on Nintendo Switch and let me know. God uh, I ain't playing it on my Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Driven Out for Xbox One. Starblock Incorporated for Nintendo Switch. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition for Nintendo Switch and PC. Mega Aquarium for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. I bet you that game is fun. Uh, <laughs> Zix Square for Nintendo Switch. Return of the Obra Den for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. And Safari Pinball for Nintendo Switch. You ought to get that game. Can I say something about the Nintendo Switch? Sure. I think it's bullshit that Zelda got all those Game of the Years over Horizon Zero Dawn. I hated Zelda. I've I've heard other people complain the same. Hate it. Okay. First Zelda game I ever hated. First, I was disappointed, and I tried so hard. I made myself play to a certain point, and I said, "The hell with this." No, I said, "With all due respect, this game fucking sucks." (laughs) Zelda Breath of the Wild. I agree with you. I never thought I'd find another person who. No. It's terrible. I, I wanted to love it. Awful. Everyone loved it so much. I wanted to. I really did. And I was the same way. I think I forced myself to play for like two or three yeah. hours more than I wanted yeah. to. Because I'm like, no, there, there's going to be a point where I just fall in love with it, right? There's just that mission that brings you in. Or That's I open I up this part of the world that really, yeah. No, it was such a chore going from one side to the other. And then all of a sudden you hit a hot spot or a cold spot and you, you're stupid blink dies because he gets hot yeah i'm like what a baby back bitch you know like you're <laughs> dying i think everyone was swept up in the idea of an open world zelda game oh, and did sure. not want to see the flaws in whatever the game. but like how do you take horizon zero dawn and not 
give it its respect. Like they just shit all over that game that year. I agree. I agree. God. I was I was amazed by it. Somebody was like, "Well, you can go and get the arrows out of the people on Zelda." I'm so? like, "I don't give a shit. <laughs> I can do make that on new arrows in the Horizon Zero right. Dawn." <laughs> all right, Todd. Dude, you, don't. you have not been here for so long. Is this going to be a dick move number four? No. Number you four. You have not had a chance. <laughs> you have not had a chance to play Name That Game. Oh, good. Yeah! It's the best Nobody sees us dancing. Well, we know. This is what we do. Dance we up. dance. This right, is what we okay. do. No, because the music's playing and we're dancing oh. with the music. Yeah. Is it still going? No, it's it's See? over. So I'm just dancing for yeah. nothing. Yeah. How much over. joy <laughs> okay. that brought though? Even if it's only so a Todd, few seconds. So Todd, again, you you have not had the pleasure of playing name of that game yet. Well, explain it to me. Okay, it's very simple. Okay. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. the premise of a game. Yeah. A PC game that's coming out that could be popular, who knows? I don't know. Have I heard of it? We don't know. Do you give me multiple choice? I do. You probably would have said that if I just shut up, wouldn't you? It's fine. Yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. But like yeah, I will tell you. I will tell you what the game is. Yeah. I will give you multiple choice answers, and okay. you have to tell me which you think is right. the right answer. You think okay. it would be simple. easier, but I don't know that it is. But I do feel like this is more fun. Well, than, I like that than me trying to figure out what the hell the game yeah. is. That's in why my I own changed head. it up. That's why I changed it up. Every one of my games, there they were top down, and there was sex involved. Yeah, that's that's about yeah. right. So this is more fun, and sometimes these answers can be, uh, you know, fun too. Mm-hmm. So, first, in this game, the Earth and the Sun were destroyed, and the remnants of humanity extended their lives in space colonies. All colonies live by the energy of happiness, which can be used as rocket fuel. <laughs> the happiness can? Yeah. On the way of developing your own settlement, you will have to produce resources, virtual gold, electricity, and happiness, and proper dispose of them for benefit of the entire colony. Keep in mind that sometimes if the English seems broken, I did that on purpose because that's how it was written. Because these are lifted almost verbatim. Okay. Uh, But sometimes I'll add in a little, little something. Now, before you are... Endless expanses of space. Did you follow me on that one? Endless expanses. Before you are endless expanses of space, exploration of which can open up new resources and new acquaintances for you. However, beware, space is a place of fierce competition with enough looters and spies. Develop your own space colony, explore space, defend yourself, and finally bring success and happiness to your people. So it's, that's more rocket fuel. However, do not forget your true purpose is to find habitable planet for life and rebirth of all humanity. This game is called Happy Rocket. I don't know. What's the choices? <laughs> is it A, laugh for life, B, smile to fly, C, beaming like the sun, or D, fake it till we make it. Oh, shit. Huh. I'm going to let him go first. Fake it till we make it. I'm assuming we're doing the same one and just seeing who's right. Whichever one. Huh? 
Yeah. No. Yeah. What's your oh, did, what did you say? I said fake it till we make it. He said D. Oh. What's yours? I think I was going to go with B. Happy something. B? Smile to fly. Smile to fly. Sure. Yeah. That's it. The answer is B, smile to fly. Damn it. I rarely get them She's, right, though. If I get them, that's like she one. She got her one. So I've gotten Damn my it. one for the day. Hate this game. <laughs> what are you even, this is the first time playing. No, trust me. She's she's had her good days really and she's had her it. terrible days. Oh, God. Yeah. So More weeks right. go where I get none correct than, than actually correct. Mm-hmm. All right. In this game, Allie Marie arrives for her regular visit to Grandma's cat-filled mansion, but is startled to find that an ancient evil has awoken. Not only is Grandma missing, but all of her belongings are transforming into monsters, and now the cats are self-aware. With the help of the cats, Allie must find a way to save Grandma and destroy ghosts lurking in the mansion. With a perfect blend of dual stick shooter action roguelike elements and tons of collectability uncover the spooky intentions behind your grandma's kidnapping and the parade of perilous poltergeists who stand in your way is this a scratching ghost b the phantom meowness c Spirit House or D Cat Lady D Cat Lady. You know, I was gonna go D Cat Lady also, just because it was the most generic of the bunch. Didn't like all the puns? Well, I just figured they were yours. Just because we didn't pick your creative <laughs> choices. Doesn't mean we didn't like I, the You puns. start to think, you're like, if it's too well done, you're like, that's got to be Stevens. Because these All are right, some hot fine. garbage The answer names. is D, Cat Lady. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> well, what sucks is it's still two you to one. You did too well this time was the thing. It bit you. Apparently. All right. Next game, last game. I only got three. Uh, in this historical strategy RPG game, you play as J. Edgar Hoover. Legendary director of the FBI. You will fight against the Mafia, the Communist, the Ku Klux Klan, the Black Panthers, the Weather Underground, and many other dangerous organizations and groups. You will also have the opportunity to investigate all of the great cases of the 60s, ranging from the assassination of Marilyn Monroe to Kennedy's own shooting. Was Marilyn Monroe assassinated? Uh, some people, there's like a conspiracy theory where they think somebody made her take the pills. Yeah, but I, I mean, since it's speculation, you really shouldn't say assassination. Yeah. I know, that's like takes it a whole different direction. It does. Uh, you are the master of secrets, pulling in the shadows, the strings of American political life. Manage your empire, cultivate your precious secrets and intelligence to always stay one step ahead of them. So your enemies don't get you fired. So this is Civilization Seven. Sure. Is this A, Hoover Tactics, B, Jay's Empire, C, the Hoover Dam, or D, the Swinging John? Uh, 
Jay's Empire. I was going to go A, Hoover Tactics. Answer is B, Jay's Empire. You tied. Tied it up up now. Look at that. Good job, guys. Do we dance out? No. Well, I don't have any. I danced a little. little. We got one more, though, the tiebreaker. I don't even... Well, I don't have a tiebreaker. Oh, I thought you dick. said you had that's, one more. I'm that's, sorry. I'm no, I only had three. Now. That's the dick move. I only had three, so you tied. I, I could be fine with tying. At least I didn't lose. Yeah, you didn't lose. Because, see, if, right? if there was one more question, you'd have that chance. I know. That's so, the thing. Just take it. Take probably, it. I'm taking it. I'm taking the W here. <laughs> I would I would ride with it, yeah. That doesn't <laughs> happen often. Well, I, I did have a little something planned uh, today, and then, you know, once we got Todd involved, I thought, well, no, we'll, we'll shift it around a little bit and do something different because I wasn't sure if he was going to be here or not. So uh, I figured since we're at 100, we can, we can talk about what this means to us uh, doing this podcast because yeah. I'm sure, we you know, we've done this 100 times at this point. I don't know uh, that so, I have, but well, uh, you know, well, I haven't either. Okay, maybe okay, I so Steven times. has done this a hundred times. I've done this a hundred times. He's done this a hundred times, and you know, you guys have been along for at least half of that journey mm-hmm. equally. So that's, that's what I want to talk about with yeah. you guys. Like, what I, I, I guess I'm not really quite sure what I want you to talk. No, about. I know exactly. I think it's just awesome that you think about like you know we. I still think about us sitting at lunch talking about, you know, it'd be awesome if we did a podcast, mm-hmm. just us talking about video games, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be really anything much other than that. You know, then I guess we know we, you know, you and I kind of figured out, let's do this and this, but it's awesome that it, uh, it lasted a hundred, a hundred times. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's evolved. Yeah, I mean, it, definitely. You you go back to the original episode and the E three episode that took four hours to record, <laughs> get an hour and a half of video tape, and it, it's it's really interesting how it did evolve because I I guess from my perspective trying to figure out what the show was going to be because we talked about it's going to be video games so how do we do it do we just do we just sit around and talk you know what do we what do we talk about but then over time i decided well i think we need a little bit of structure so we'll get headlines and stuff like that and we'll, we'll try to you know that way we we know what our talking points are yeah. and try to f- figure it out that way and then again as time went on we we started adding segments and and you know games games that we'd review and and things that we talk about and then always trying to keep it fresh and and unique in some way and the fact I mean, just looking at name that game, that's fairly new. I mean, that was only introduced maybe what twenty the start 30 of the episodes season, ago, right? Give or take, fairly yeah. new. Yeah. Twenty thirty episodes ago, it's like five months. But you, I mean, you really think about it though. It was somewhere in the seventies when we started doing it. Yeah, and that really kind of puts a perspective on when you took off. Because yeah, because I remember there was a a little lull in between to where it was a. Uh, what the hell did you just say changed into something else? And then I guess that changed into this. Yeah, I think I was trying something new, and then we we shifted it around, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just cool. Anything lasts 100 episodes, and you think we're just sitting at lunch outside, you know, waiting for Walter to put the umbrella up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me personally, I this is the, the longest thing I've ever produced. Um, 
a lot of my other shows they haven't gone this long but again podcast is so much easier to pull off right. because we're sitting around just chit-chatting mm-hmm. and i've also enjoyed how we've it's it's almost like a tv show you know when you've got characters that come and go right because when we first started off we had john taylor is one of our guest hosts very briefly so yeah. he could be like the lost brother yeah that people i, was gonna for, say, have I don't forgotten think i ever then, even met him yeah I remember hearing him uh, on then, a couple of podcasts, but like I never sure. yeah. saw him. Well, I think he, we he called was, him right when he got married. Yeah. He got married, and then I think that I feel like I remember everything. that dialogue, yeah, where you're like, where did mm, he go? Yeah. yeah. But I think you might have been, he might he might have been on the, the very first episode where she, uh, or the episode where she guest starred. I think like, so. No, it was were, just you two. Was, I, that's I right, because I remember him. we talked about, uh, I remember one thing we talked about was uh, those... Noah, uh, Bible games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I remember that. Yes. But yeah, yeah. And for those who haven't been <laughs> around since you know the early days, you may not know, but Lacio was probably our second guest. Yeah, like it was shortly back after episode... you started doing guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was like episode six, I think it was, uh, where you first guest star or guest. Star yeah. guest hosted whatever however you want to put it and then I was the headliner, the line, right? <laughs> the headliner. And then down the line, you kind of you kept coming back. You know, we had guest spots for the pack stuff, and then mm-hmm. eventually it was like, you know what? No, we're gonna we'll make this permanent and yeah. bring her on full time. I was very and honored. Yeah, to be it was asked, the greatest yeah. thing because we got good, you know, conversation. Someone who mm-hmm. can help carry a conversation is not just gonna be like, yeah, I don't. Oh no! And I'm so not are saying, you saying that that's what I do. No, no, no. I'm not saying that's what you do, and I'm not saying that's what John does. But we could have easily brought anybody on and be like, "Oh yeah, I want to do a podcast." Because I hear people say that all the time. It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I want to do a podcast." It's like, "All right, cool. Can you can you keep up a conversation?" And then you, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying any names. I'm not saying any names. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes down. you listen to podcasts, and there's just this lull in a conversation, or things aren't moving along, and you're just like. Yeah. Keep mm-hmm. it keep it moving. Keep it moving. That's what I'm keep always trying sweet. to do here is try to keep it moving, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Because even when we do interviews, I know Lace is, is keen on keeping a conversation going because she even yes. detects I uh, do, uh, lull and I conversation. Pregnant silence. Little, She's just but... like, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm usually pacing myself during an interview because we have audio I am. I'm so paranoid. It's going to be this long, awkward, like staring at each other, see who's going to talk next kind of thing that I'm just like, lol. Mm -hmm. Oh, so what is this last thing that you did? Let's talk about that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. As you can see Steven's mouth about to move. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I do. I do enjoy that. We we found someone who can keep up with a conversation like us. And it's not just going to let it drag because I know what our talking points are. And I want us to be able to talk and say what we need to say about those talking points. And if we had somebody on here who was just going like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And that was it. It was like, I like well, it. you're not, you're not adding anything to the conversation, but you do, you add a lot to the conversation. Same as Todd. He knows what he's talking about. You know, anytime we talk about some business industry stuff like that, I've heard people say that they don't know anything about it, but this man, he knows all about it. I don't know why, but I do. But, it, but you research it, you read it, you're, you're into yeah. it you know, a lot yeah. more. And, and your perspective on that sometimes is, is, you know, what I prefer. It's usually 100% right. Okay. Well, we're not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to stroke your just ego. Just like, uh, 
Just like that release date I predicted. Yeah, November twentieth, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty twenty. Twenty twenty twenty. See, Ooh, Boom. that's what I'm saying. You did just Boom. crack the code. I think. Yeah. Eleven twenty twenty twenty. Yeah. Da, da Vinci's code is no longer. You know what? Like Mind I keep blown. thinking of like when we first started. I hated the sound of my voice because I was like I thought I wanted to be you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're what you do. What do I do? Like, you know, like the lead voice kind of oh, thing. Okay. Like, you kind of push everything. Like, I thought I wanted to do that. And then I, I remember hearing us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> no, I don't. No, my voice is just not Hello. good. I don't like it. The fact that people listen to me, I get impressed by. They're like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, really, though? Like, I listen but to it do. back. I think I think we all have that. Or we don't like hearing. I think our voice it's my because... laugh. I find it extremely obnoxious. No, your laugh is fine. No, it's loud fine. and obnoxious, and I'm sorry. I don't know how to work on it anymore, and I've accepted it as <laughs> well, part of my personality, and it just is. We what love it you is. either way. Exactly. Huh? We love you either way. Well, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't know how I to would... change it, and I've just accepted it now, so it is what it is. One thing, kind of piggybacking off what you were just talking about, what I feel like this podcast has done for me personally is conversationally, I guess leading a show is something that's a little hard for me not to do because right. since we've been doing this, I have ha- started having guest spots on other podcasts. And that was, mm-hmm. I was actually okay with that because I was like, I'd like to see it from the other side of it, you know, where yeah. I'm not taking charge. I'm not leading the conversation. I want to see how it works. And it, it really gives me a perspective on how other people do their work. Yeah. Because I don't, I really can't understand their mindset versus the way I'm doing things. And I know that I can kind of be, you've worked with me as a director. Right. You know, I can be really, really focused on something. Yeah. I've got a really, very particular way of doing Whereas things. Whereas I'm never. And you're just like... I'm just like, I will hop around like a rabbit. If you want to if you want to see this in action, the best, the best example of what I'm really referring to, if you go to our very, I think it's the first Man Cave Season 2 blooper reel, there was, some, there was a double take I was trying to get Todd to do. And I had it, it was in my head. Like I knew exactly what I wanted him to do. Like this, this movement. Was it when I come out of the door? Yeah. He was coming out of a door. He was supposed to be saying something to his wife, Jenna. He comes out of the door. He does a double take and then takes off for whatever reason. I I was not seeing it. Okay. He may have Mm -hmm. been doing it. And I've watched that over and over several times sitting there thinking, did he, I kind of feel like he did it there. Maybe I did. Maybe he didn't, but I, you know, but there was a very Mm -hmm. specific, paste that i was looking for and i was like do it again he was like i did do it i did now, he wasn't like he wasn't like, like super angry no, he was probably like, frustrated no, i just felt like in my head i i did i did yeah, it and that's what he said he's like i yeah. did pause i did do this i did I, you could tell me to do it again i just i'll do it <laughs> he was so frustrated but again that's just i knew what i was looking for right. and i wasn't seeing it and then finally i saw it and i was like all right good We're, we can move on now so Seeing, again, being on the guest host side of things, or just a guest in general, and when I don't see things being taken to care a certain way that I would do it, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, gets in my head a little bit. I'm just like, why wouldn't you do this, or why wouldn't you do right. that? But it's not my show. It's not right. my show, and I can't, I can't 
speak for for how you know they do their thing i'll do mine but i do have a standard and i I will say this and hopefully this is i don't want to get i don't i'm not trying to stir anything up but i I was gonna say don't make the hundredth our last episode right no because (laughs) because that's a wrap (laughs) well i don't want to i'm hoping this doesn't come off uh to the other person like i'm being controlling Okay, but I did have a conversation here recently, and I'm kind of openly announcing this uh, because nothing officially has been said about starting a another podcast with a, another podcaster. Uh, mm-hmm. We had had a conversation about an idea that I had uh, not that long ago, where I wanted to talk about giant monster movies. You know, because right. that's, that's my, yeah, that's my thing. Godzilla movies and King Kong and all that stuff. I love that stuff, mm-hmm. but I never could think. I never could figure out like, well, who could I watch these movies with or who could I talk to about this stuff? And you know, what would be the best approach for it? And I, it just kind of fizzled away because I was like, I don't know how to go about this and I don't want to just do it willy nilly just to do another podcast. So and I just kind of let it go. Well, apparently this other guy had been doing that very thing. Right. You know, and he was trying to watch all these and, and do kind of an appreciation podcast for giant monster movies. And he was introducing those movies to someone who had never seen them before and seeing if they could appreciate them in the same way. And I thought, well, yeah, I kind of had that tweak on it because that actually turned into the podcast to do with Katrina, inspired by Weeaboo, where she's showing me anime, so it flipped it, and it's something mm-hmm. she loves that I personally don't really care for. Right. So to see if I can appreciate it. So he was kind of doing that with his friend, and I guess that kind of fell by the wayside. So he was wondering what he should do. And I just kind of raised my hand. And I was like, well, I kind of like monster movies, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. we should talk. Maybe we'll figure it out. And so we're, we're essentially kind of in a pre-planning stage of trying to see if this could be something we do. And this is where it kind of gets that controlling thing. I don't want to take this away from him. Right. You know. It is his baby. But if I'm going to be involved, I want to make sure that it's done well. It's done right. It's done with the same quality that we do this show. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, that's that's the producer in me that wants to make damn well, sure that it's a good show that is done right. Well, why don't you take over that part? I well, again, I I don't want him to feel like I'm trying to take away his podcast. What well, y'all do? Oh, well, no, I understand. But you I understand? mean, he might welcome that. Sure. So I'm openly saying this. <laughs> it's something we haven't really discussed, <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying yeah. I just want to make it clear that I I know how I am about certain things and if if we did it like if if I expected say I got sick which happened before mm-hmm. yes. you know and say I said hey Todd and and Lace you guys do the podcast without me you know hear my notes do it whatever mm-hmm. and and make it happen cuz we could have done that maybe yeah uh you know, cuz we lost I feel a guest like I was because of that preparing for that situation well, you know, and I like I said happened. just a second ago, we lost a guest over that because I really wanted to have the guy on, and I guess yeah. he thought we were unprofessional or slighted. I had the flu. Oh, I that's help right. It. Now I'm remembering. Yeah. You know? And I even I even sent him a message saying, I'm sorry about that. I, I came down with the flu. Because I think I was, at first his schedule was a problem, and then when we got that, yeah. then you had gotten sick. Yeah. So it wasn't like I wanted to have him on. I wanted to talk to him, and he just refused to, to answer back, so... You know, things he wants to be petty about it. Yeah. Is this the six one six Entertainment guy about the Mortal Kombat stuff? Yeah, did the yeah. big Mortal Kombat documentary oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I remember that. 
Like, uh, I remember, yeah, it was his schedule first, and then you got sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really, I do. But again, yeah, I wanted to talk really to the guy. I really, I really. It was all it was. It wasn't a slight, yeah. you know, it was just really bad timing. I mean, I admired what he did with that, that documentary and all that, so I was, I just wanted to talk to him about it, but mm-hmm. it didn't, didn't happen, so I was just like, all right, but, um. Again, what I guess the the point I'm trying to make is, you know, everything that I do on this show, every, all the other podcasts that I have done and produced, I want to make sure reflects. If I'm the one producing it, it needs to, it's going to reflect on me. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm guest hosting on some, that's that's their baby, that's their podcast. I'm stepping away. I'm just there for right. along for the ride. I'm you know? lending my voice, but I would. But I would expect some form of professionalism that is done a certain way. And and that's what I've always tried to do here. If you guys are going to be a part of this, I want I want it to be done as as perfect as possible. So you guys look just as good, and I'm making you look good. Mm-hmm. And again, if I expected you two to do the podcast without me because I'm sick, that's what I would expect. I'd expect to be done right, professional, and that's just me. I can't help it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be controlling. I just. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it it's right. It's okay. It's you know called, what I mean? And that's what I have. It's a character That's trait. what I strive to do. Yeah. It's what I've character strived to do. I want to, I want to make sure that I've given my best effort to make it as good as possible. And anytime we have a hiccup, because last week we had a hiccup and maybe nobody knows about, but we had some dropped frames and some audio. I got pissed. Yeah. Uh, so that's just Steven. Like, uh, he, he has, everybody likes things a certain way. And when it comes to anything with like editing and, and media wise, he likes his shit a certain <laughs> way. Come hell or high water, it will be that way. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yeah, it's and it's he, one or the other. Knows. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like the project is a and he don't mean anything by it. It's just or we're gonna work on it till it's perfect. You just got to know him. Yeah, like I like some people are like oh he's an asshole and I'm like no he's not just. Dude, if there was something that you liked and you were trying to do it, you'd be the same way. It just so happens that you were dealing with the thing that he likes the most, so he's not an asshole. And you were doing yeah, it wrong, just, or he would have not said a thing. No, it's just not going to work out. So just look at it that way. You know, yeah, sure. don't look at him as he's an asshole. He's just it's just not going to work. Yeah, and and I don't mean anything by it. It's just you have a you. I feel like if you're a creator, you cannot compromise your vision. You have to have something set in motion. And to be honest with you, I didn't really know what my vision of this show was initially. But the more we did it, because I, we'd never done a podcast. I've never done a podcast. So mm-hmm. it was a learning experience to try to figure out how do we do this and how do we do it right? And what are we going to do to make it as good as it can be? Because if you even, again, go back to the first two episodes, I think it was just the first two. We Hot had completely mess. different uh, music and and themes and everything like that and I was like no 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 my I don't hair like was this. totally different yeah your character design your avatar was completely yeah, it was different a little mat. and I went back and I was like no 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 we're gonna do this right and then I started designing all the icons and stuff like that and I do that I don't have to do that you know you go to any other podcast and they have that one icon that they use and that's that's it yeah that's what they got me I want you to know that the episode you're listening to is different from the one you listened to last time not just because of the title is different but you can see it with the icon and everything. You know what you're getting when you see that icon. You know what you're getting with everything. You know it's different. And I I feel like that's important. Mm-hmm. But other people may not agree. I don't know. It's just that's how I like doing things. Right. I want to give the best I can. 
And so, come 2020, guys, you have no idea because this is this is the start of a journey. A journey. 2020. Fingers crossed that I can do it. But uh, our show, man. We, I know we've talked about it, and we don't really officially talk about it, but you're here, and we're going to talk about it real quick. Super Mega Crash Adventures mm-hmm. yeah, is going to be something it's gonna be something really so cool. special because the more I keep writing it, the more I keep getting into it, my, my anxiety is starting to rise. Don't do that. Well, I'll explain to you why. Because I'm excited about what I'm writing. Well, then it's not your anxiety. You no, just, no, no. No, it is. No, it is. It is. I'm excited like, about I've thought everything about that I'm writing. In great detail, yeah, no, right? Yeah, hear me out, hear me out, hear me my out. Brain. I'm excited about what I'm writing, about what we're creating. Because you guys, if it wasn't for your idea and your idea, what is happening now in the story writing process would not be happening, honestly. Because you two gave me two completely separate threads, and somehow I just yanked them and tied them in, and then it turned into this big sprawling thing. So you guys are just as important to the story writing process because your ideas help spawn what it is now becoming because it wasn't going to be what it is becoming. And I'm not going to say much more than that because I want this to be a surprise for anyone. I want you to be excited. There's sex in it, just so you know. (laughs) But (laughs) That was my idea. The more I write it, the more I get to write the way I'm writing. I don't feel like I'm limited to anything. Because with Man Cave, I have to be limited. I have to know what we can do, how simple it has to be, and, and what our location is. Here, it's I'm free to write whatever I want. Yeah. Yep. Because all That's I have to do part. is if I say we're traveling in space, I can put us in space. In a, in a rocket ship. Yeah, if we're in a rocket ship, I can put us in a rocket ship. I can, whatever my mind can think of, I can do. And even sometimes I'll, I'll think about... The animation process is like, well, if I'm doing this, I was like, well, shit, now I've got to animate that frame. But I know I can do it. I just right. I just know. I mean, the amount of frames that I have animated for all of us just in the first two episodes is ridiculous because at first it was just talking and walking. But then I had to create her throwing out a leg and kicking. And I have <laughs> to do my character dropping his eyebrows and looking frustrated or mad or sad. And, you know, you blowing up blowing up and so many different things that i've had to do but they've been worth it because i don't want to compromise that idea but again, and the end result what i'm writing yeah. where it's going what it's going to become in those episodes i really hope that people will see it and i'm hoping through the casting process when we get a lot of our actors together that i'm again fingers crossed what we could do they'll want to share it with their friends and their family and be like hey i was in this thing and that'll just draw more eyes to it but the anxiety comes from what it's becoming because i want it to be right Mm -hmm. it will be everything that i'm seeing i'm like god this is gonna be so great but i cannot i cannot be even a bit complacent about one scene because it's gotta be gotta be perfect because the way i see it the way it's being written it's key Every scene has got to be key to that. And that's why I even went back and rewrote the ending to episode two because I wasn't satisfied with what I was seeing. And that's the other beauty part about this is if something's not working, reshooting it or rewriting it is easy. Right. Because I can just say, well, I'm not going to do that. This scene's not playing out the way I, I put it on the page. So let's try something else. 
re-record a line, boom, done, and we change it. And it's just yep. on the fly. And I love that. Yeah. So I'm hoping 2020, exciting. the world will get to see it. Don't say anything else about it. Okay. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Just, You're going to let tuned, the cat right? out of the bag. I'm not, I'm not saying that anymore. <laughs> but uh, anything else you guys want to reflect on? Nope. It's good to be back today. It's good. It was good Lace, to see you. I didn't feel you. like you got to reflect. It's good What's to see that? you. I didn't feel like you got to... I felt like I was talking too much. Did you, <laughs> That's okay. Did you I any? interrupt you so much. I'm not going to, you know, I can't get upset. Well, about I mean, things. if you wanted to add anything. I listened back to the podcast the- a lot of times. I'm like, gee, D-Lace, would you have just paid attention? You're like talking over him so much. Can you stop that? You know. It's okay. I do But he's so kind about it. Like, he just I am. does that where he grins and he smiles like, I'm not going to interrupt her back, <laughs> but I'll just let her keep going. <laughs> I just stop him in the middle of sentences sometimes. Sometimes you do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, I think are. he likes that. I don't. Actually, I do it because I don't think he does like it, but I do it just to. Just to get I don't a rise know. Out I like of to push. Mine his is just because yeah. the thought entered my brain, and I'm like, I have to say it now, or it's going to be gone. Yeah. If I I'm let him finish the last too. three seconds, it's uh, not going to be gone. No, I mean this has been a lot of fun. I mean, honestly, this is a, a, a different creative medium that I've ever tried before, and I I, I really do enjoy it. Um, and yeah, I was just humbled and honored that you guys asked me to be a, a staple on the show, and I, you know, filled out your PC niche that you needed for the games. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you yeah. know, yeah, didn't do all that. Sure, but no, it's been it's been enjoyable. I loved getting to hang out with you guys, and I think this is a lot of fun. And I'm. Very happy that I was asked to be a part of it. Really am. Yeah, and it ended up so. working out great because who could have foreseen all the stuff that was happening, you know, on my side? Yeah. You know, like, mm. who knows your dad's going to do what, you know, yeah. what's going to, he's going to take that turn, you know? I mean, I've often wondered, not to say within that regard, but I, you know, I'm, I, so far I've been fortunate that I don't have anything preventing me from doing this. Right. So what does happen if that does happen? I don't know. So yeah, uh, you just have to make that decision when you get there. That's, that's right. kind of how I do. And I think I think the audience out there would understand that if something life changing came about, that's why I would hope that they would understand why you're not here all the time. You you got responsibilities, real world responsibilities. Yeah, this is yeah. not your paying job. Life gets in the way of so much. Mm-hmm. It really now, does. Now, if this was your paying job, I'm sure you could work it around. Oh, God, yeah. Like, that's the thing. If I, you didn't have that, my other paying, you know, the paying job I have takes up so much time, then, mm-hmm. you know, I really wish this was my paying sure, job. Sure, yeah. I mean, we're trying to Don't get there. We, we just need the audience to help us out a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, just yeah. tell people about it. Let's get some advertisers involved. We need your donations. Yeah. Please <laughs> donate. Come on, sponsor United us. Caucasian I'll hawk your crap. Your Let's do it. I'll talk <laughs> it up. But if you guys have nothing else, I'll, I'm going to wrap up the show. Wrap it up. Okay. Uh, remember, everyone, you can hit us up on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash, and you can send us an email at SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art. You can support the show by pressing a like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, and even going to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. Be sure to tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and even youtube.com slash pencil paper productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. Who's going I'm first? Lacey Finley. <laughs> I know we were looking at but each I other like a, who's going. <laughs> I'm a Todd Stark. Join us again for our next 100 episodes, Super Mega Crash siblings. 
But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.